You are now listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Tyranny Podcast. Welcome to Ride With Me. Today is July 26, 2020, 10 a.m. Today on the podcast, I have my two lovely cousins that live out here in La Puente. Hey, it's Selena. Hi, it's Katrina. Thank you for having us. No problem. So today I have them here because we're going to talk about how they feel about going back to school. I want my kids to go back to school, but not going to happen. Yeah. But first... I only knew of you guys because of my grandfather. When we Mm -hmm. used to live with him back in like 91, 92, he would bring us over to visit. And I just knew that that was his daughter. Your mom was his daughter. And because my mom never took us around family. Mm -hmm. She just kept us to herself. She always felt that we were the only family she had. She said she, she would always say that we were her only family. She didn't never, we were bumping to people and they would say hi to her and who's that? Oh, that's so-and-so or that's your tío or that's your cousin. I remember this little old lady for a long time and she would always tell me a story about her grandson who looked just like me. She would give me like a family history, but to this day, I don't know who she is and I don't know who my lookalike is. I haven't seen her since, since we moved out here, but I was tripped out on that and Never really asked my mom why. Again, never went around family. Last time I saw you, I think you were like one or two. Yeah, because I want to say like, I don't even remember like you like being younger, like coming around the house. I just remember you like the way you as you are now. Like that's how I feel like I've met you. I remember having Easter at your house back in the days. I don't remember again what year, but. I think we moved with my grandmother in 91, 92, or 90, 91. But I do remember that really big uh, wall that your mom used to have of the VHS VHS tapes. Yeah. We, I'm telling you, we still have them there. You still like, have that wall? Yeah. I, I got to take a picture and, and send it to you. It's just all the Disney movies, like just the big whole collection of VHS. And we don't even have a VCR anymore, so it's like we <laughs> yeah. can't even watch any of the videos. They're just there. <laughs> they're just there. They're there think- for looks. And I honestly don't think they're going to go anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. So. I, rem- I remember coming down once and hanging out with your family, with your, with your parents, and watching Beetlejuice. But I didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. So as we're watching Beetlejuice, they're making a duplicate copy <laughs> so that we can take a copy of Beetlejuice home so that, my, so that I guess we can have it at home as well. Back to like family. Never brought us around family. I think after, I'm going to say, 16 years old, a van pulled up to where we lived at. And there pops up this really old lady with these two kids. And it's my grandmother. And she's like, where the heck have you guys been? I've been looking for you guys for eight years. I think that's the day I lost all respect for my mom. Because she would always tell us that my grandmother my grandmother didn't want anything to do with us. Mm-hmm. And she just wanted to, they moved to El Paso to kind of keep their distance from us. And when you're a kid, you believe everything your parents tell you. Right. Until you're old enough to realize that they're not always correct. So I'm not trying to bash on my mom, but that's just what happened. Yeah. Grandmother shows up with my brother Danny, who is like seven foot tall and junior being a full grown adult now. Worried and asking us, your tia saw you and she said that you guys ran away from them. Because we would. We would bump into family and we would run away from them. We didn't really... Like interact or Interact, anything. no. I, we knew of them. 
and what we were run. So she kind of brought that to our attention. It's like you guys bump into family and you, they try to get your guys' attention, try to get your guys' number. I'm trying to call you guys, and you guys run away. So the the biggest question of her was, where have you guys been? I've been looking for you guys for eight years. So again, that's I believe that was the day I lost all respect for my mom. I looked at her with this evil eye that if looks could kill, she wouldn't be standing right now. Because I love my grandma like there's no tomorrow. She did take care of us for a few years while my mom was trying to get full custody of us again. I don't know if you guys know. We were in foster home for a little bit mm-hmm. because my mom left us home alone. And I guess the neighbors called the cops. Well, there is a lot of you guys, right? How many total? My mom had a total of 12 of us. Oh, wow. Whoa. And yeah. Albert, since he was born, he went straight to live with my grandmother because my mom was too young when she had Albert. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm lucky number two which ended up being the oldest in reality because I had to do it. She never really claimed Albert as a son. Actually, I'm the one that broke the news to Albert and told him, hey, dude, we're brothers. And he was like, why? He didn't believe me. So he asked my grandmother and my grandmother was like, cheese mozo. <laughs> I would die for my grandmother. She's a very good lady and she did a good job. And I just I trip out on the fact that some of them are knuckleheads, but I told uh, Danny one day, we should be the fuck-up ones. Do you still have contact with... My grandmother? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I call her, too. She got mad at me because I didn't check up on her after the surgery. Uh-huh. But Albert sent me... Um, he posted on Facebook. Like, updates. And again, yeah, back to family. I would bump into... Like, after I, after I moved out as an adult, obviously I'm gone. I would bump into people and, hey, we're related. And that's when I started kind of, like, talking to them and getting to know them. Like, my cousin Diana... I was working at Walmart and she popped in and she came straight to me and she goes, hey, you're so-and-so's son. Do you know who we are? And I said, not you, but she looks familiar. This is one of my cousins, um, Margie. Um, Margie looks familiar. And she said, we are, you know, your mom's cousins and this is her mom, your mom's aunt and her, her brother is, you know, the old so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. So I started connecting the dots. I'm okay, cool. Now, my cousin Diana loves my kids to death. Like, they're her own. We haven't seen her in a while, but stupid COVID. We'll get past that, and we'll we'll obviously go see her again. She loves my kids. I think she even, I don't know, she even, not baptized, she was the godmother or the sponsor for Nicholas's First Holy Communion. That's how, again, back and forth, I, I, I bump into family and or on Facebook, or I'll see names that look familiar or I'll see, like, you know, the our, our family last name is not very common, but you see a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, this looks familiar, and this looks familiar. And this, I, I, like I said, after as an adult, and that's when I started bumping into people, even with you, Katrina. Yeah. Sorry, Selena, I didn't know you. Totally. <laughs> I didn't meet you until like three years ago. <laughs> but you were having a conversation with one of my brothers on Facebook, on back MySpace. in MySpace days. Yeah. And I'm being all nosy and watching you guys' conversation. And then I noticed you said, How's my, Grandpa doing? Or how Grandpa's or something doing, like or that. how Pops is doing, because we used to call him Pops. Yeah. And I comment, Hey, that's my grandfather. Like all protective <laughs> and defensive. I'm like, Hey, what? Back off, woman. And then it turns out, we, we and then we start talking, uh-huh. and I realized, Oh, you're my Tia's daughter. Okay, cool. And then I started remembering events we used to have. and stuff like that and again the watermelon always came to mind yeah always watermelon well uh, uh what is it halloween of 18 
the street name is Sandia. <laughs> That's why watermelon always came to mind. Watermelonville, watermelon yeah. street. Why is it that watermelon always comes to mind when I think of my tia Maggie? I can say Maggie, right? She's not going to assume you guys? No. No, okay. No. Tia Maggie, hi. Shout out. <laughs> why do I always think of watermelons? And again, October, Halloween of 18, we go, I asked Katrina, hey, where can we... Trick-or-treating. Well, yeah, we're not from around here. Where can yeah. we go trick-or-treating? What's What areas? Give us the 411. And then we'll come down our block. We go. Your mom had an amazing Halloween costume. Yeah. Every year. Every year she'll set Dude. it up. I believe that year she was the Oogie Boogie for Halloween. For the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. awesome. And my kids, I believe that's the first day that my kids meet, and my wife, that mm-hmm. meets, meet you guys, meet yeah. your mom. And then your dad, hey, you got your family. Come here. And he grabs my kids and he gives them a hug. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Your your mom was still very your your parents were very well, you know, welcoming. Welcoming, yeah. So I love that. And my wife's like, "Wow, you have normal family members." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have some, and that that's why. And again, based on how I grew up and how my mom kept us to her to herself, that's why I'm the way I am when it comes to when my wife has their family gatherings, and I'm like, ugh, you know, again. No, and I just like, I, I get it. I like for us to be home. Yeah. But, I mean, family's not bad. Little by little, she's she's molding me into someone better. You eventually get used to yeah. being around, like... Example, we got, uh, we were invited, when we still lived in Oxnard, we were invited to come down, and we're going to, hey, we're going to go to so-and-so's house, and I'm like, I don't want to go. Well, Uncle Roy's going to be there. Okay, let's go. So <laughs> It depends. There has to be certain people there that you get along with. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, oh, Uncle Roy's going to be there? So my, my mother-in-law, you know, I, I, I can hear my wife. I can see my wife and my mother-in-law speaking in the corner. And then I get like that glared look from my mother-in-law. Like, what the hell were you guys talking about? Oh, I just told my mom that the only reason why you came was Uncle Roy was here. And she's like, really? Really? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just there's certain people have to be there for me to. I think that's that's where I am too though. Like I get like I don't know if I'm just anxious or like little like social anxiety where like if I don't know people or like if it's always that well who's gonna be there? Yeah, it's always like, like oh, okay. I don't and I don't want to be that person to ask like well who's gonna be there? Like you know yeah. like, what like do I know anybody there? I mean I'm, of course when Selena goes it's like me and her just sitting next to each other and talking but. I get like that anxiety what? too, where it's like I don't know anybody here. Like Let I feel me weird. Prepare, yeah, to go to this family event, yeah, just in case, yeah. <laughs> like now, the last couple of times we went to Oxnard, obviously living out here for almost three years now, it's like, okay, I don't want to. Now I know what my wife felt like because when we would come out here to visit, we would go out to the store, or whatever. She was, I don't want to bump into certain people. Now I'm the same way. I go to Oxnard, and I was like, we gotta go where. I don't want to go to Walmart right now. It's like, I don't want to. I want to know somebody there. Someone's going to come up to me. I don't want to bump into someone. I mean, you know, especially like an ex. I don't want to bump into anybody. (laughs) I know my baby's mom doesn't live in Oxnard, so I won't bump into her. Yeah. Like another ex or like, there's there's certain people you don't want to bump into. Yeah. And so, yeah, I get it. But anyways, back to Selena. We'll start with you. Again, the last time I saw you, you were like in diapers. How have you been since? Since the last time I, met, I saw you. <laughs> and you know what? I feel like I haven't the same thing kind of like Kat. It wasn't until I think I saw you on Facebook. Yeah. And then I think I brought it because I think you requested me and I had showed my mom and I was like, who's, who's this creeple? I was like, who's this like white guy who's that's this trying to add me on Facebook? 
I was like, I don't know, it's an older guy. And my mom right away was like, oh, that's my that's my nephew. Oh, that's my godson. I was just like, oh, okay. Nephew then, probably. Probably nephew, because I don't know. I mean, I think I know who my Nina is. Okay, then no, I know who nephew. my godparents are, so yeah. But no, that's cool that she said that. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I didn't know who this was. And I was going to deny them, but... <laughs> All right, I'll add. Yeah. <laughs> All right, your family. Yeah. And... I mean, since then, I've just heard you mostly like through Cat, like Cat talking to yeah. you and little well, little things here and there, like from my mom and my dad. So. I think the day that your your um the day that your mom invited us to go over to the house because they were gonna throw a bunch of stuff away or before they th- sold it. Oh, all the camping the stuff. Yeah. yeah, the camping mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, I remember you. Were, I believe it was you who asked, and who's out there? And then you're the Selena. You're the one that said, "Oh, it's Andy. Andy's out there." Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And I even told my wife actually last night. I'm like. It's it. I'm tripping out because I heard that Selena's the one listening to my podcast. Mm-hmm. But and, and no offense, but we got the we got the standoffish from you when we first met you. Like uh-huh. first, like who's this person? And like kind of like that's how that's how my wife is. She's like she first she's like kind of dissecting you with her eyes and like who are you? What do you want? Like territorial, like you're protective of your your environment. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't didn't feel so very welcoming mm-hmm. at first and cat yeah but i was like that's i but I, I was like it feels cool that she you know i, I that katrina told me that she's the one listening to my podcast and i was yeah. like i was like oh that's cool but anyways how was growing up in la puente i i uh, i mean i'm okay with la puente but how was it for you growing up here um i mean i feel like i had a pretty normal I don't know, upbringing in this neighborhood. I didn't feel like it was, I feel like it's gotten a lot worse. Um, maybe it's just because now that we're older, we kind of see a lot more of the negative and I, aspects yeah. of and it. And I believe I said that on my last episode yeah. about Oxnard. Now that we have social media, we mm-hmm. see everything. A little kid's not going to go pick up a paper. A 17-year-old yeah. kid's not going to go pick up a paper to go read the paper. Yeah. You see that a lot now because of social media. And yeah. it's true. What about school? Any sports? And my daughter was in cross country for a little bit. I believe Katrina did cross mm-hmm. country. I did. I did track and cross country. What about you? Yeah, I was not the runner. <laughs> uh, so I was told was like I, complete opposite. I was Wait. told I ran like a duck. So I just, I you know, no, I just, I never did running. Um, all throughout high, well, actually, starting in middle school, I got into band. Okay. Um, I did that from fifth grade all the way to eighth grade, and then did marching band in high school. My wife did. My wife did. She did do cross country, and she also played in a band. She was also in band, and I believe she did the LA Marathon. Oh wow! Back in the days, I've always wanted to do the LA Marathon, but I'm not a strong runner, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be a strong walker. I'm just like, uh, yeah. I mean, who who runs for fun? Nah, I started running for a while. So you guys went? To, was it Bassett or La Puente? No, La Puente. La Puente. Yeah. Bassett's yeah. ghetto, isn't it? it uh... Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard now it's a it's a lot it better like than I prison. think what it was before. It looks like well, a you know prison. what? La Puente has changed a lot since I think since I've been there. Like before, when I was there, like the classrooms in the front were still all like in the open. Right. Yeah. So and now people, there's a fence. yeah. When people had class like class there, security would just be out front. Yeah. Everyone was like cool with security. Oh, Eddie. Like oh, okay, I'm gonna go down to the Seven Eleven. Like I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. But now, yeah, they like they gated it all off. So I was just like, I wonder if too many kids like ditching. It, it's just everything hey, I, that's I, going on. I service at 7 Eleven. I sent them the beer. one up on Main, <laughs> Main yeah, Street, right? I sent them their <laughs> yeah. beer. Yeah. No, and in the little liquor store next door. Yeah. Yeah. But I think now it's just because everything that's going on, like with safety and stuff like that, like that's a uh, big probably. factor to it. I don't think it's kids ditching. It's more of 
just you know oh, I guess, being yeah, aware of like shooting yeah, shootings going shootings on and, and all that and a couple of times when i was there like we were on lockdowns because there was like suspicious people getting onto campus yeah well i was when i came to enroll my daughter to bassett it's like this is a school i'm looking at the address i'm like i'm at the right place it looks like a prison from the yeah. outside and so and then i hear from my uncle that lives on the street here that it, it used to be bad and back in the days it was horrible so that's the reason why it looks like a prison did you ever consider like bishop at one point i had my daughter at that sierra vista oh okay sierra vista because the boys don't go to any schools nearby they go to the schools in Bowen park because mm. the wife dictated that part <laughs> no she's from out here i'm like whatever she says if she feels that that a certain elementary or a certain junior high is better for the boys mm-hmm. so be it my daughter had that same opportunity but within a week or two she screwed up she's she hung out with the wrong kid and oh. i think she was taking i think they caught her taking a xanax or something like that and i'm like mm. oh come on really your life your life's not that bad kid are you serious yeah. i never even took pills yeah so they like sorry she broke policy so she has to go out of the district huh? yeah so no other school wanted to take her so she had to go to Bassett but she went to she did cost country before she before the year was over she loved it at first then I think just bad apples here and there didn't want to do it anymore I think I would remember sometimes seeing her running like here on Workman so like because I'd be coming home from work and then I'd see like the Bassett kids coming down and like running and I would see her every once in a while there I'm like hey there's Layla like she's running she was doing good she I I think there was at one time I don't know if you guys saw the photo I posted of her with the teachers in the meadow she's the only one that got a a medal I think I remember I I heard that that one particular episode and stuff like that she's the only one that got a medal yeah that was pretty cool for her I mean she she started off slow and got better and better but Anyways, enough about her. <laughs> Back to you, I, Selena. I, I love my daughter. I love my daughter, but she should have been here this weekend. She she chose not to. Anyways, so what do you do for a living now? Uh, I work for the air quality. So the South Coast Air Quality Management District. So when we get those notifications on the apps that the air quality is horrible or it's great. That's from is us. that you? Yeah. Nice. The one from, mine says from Monte. Is that yeah. where you're at? No, we're in Diamond Bar. Diamond Bar? Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll change my settings to Diamond Bar. <laughs> So that I, oh, that's Selena telling me that the weather's <laughs> bad or the air is bad or good. It actually got really good when everybody stopped driving. Yeah. And it's just. We're, I mean, we're hoping, obviously, that stuff like that would continue. Well, it kind of is, but I mean, it's kind of getting bad again. But they did like kind of state like, even though so many people aren't driving, we still need that for like a couple years of people just not driving for it to actually make a big a, enough impact. A few weeks is not enough. Yeah. Or it's a not month really going to do much. Not enough. Yeah. I mean, you go back to Facebook and you start seeing all these pictures and like, oh, we can see the Mount Everest from Hawaii now or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's pretty cool. We're at, we're, I can't see it. But that's cool. I mean, we need uh, we need clean air. So what is it yeah. exactly that you do? Um, in the department that I'm in, uh, we kind of do a lot of. So one of the main programs actually that I work with, it's being able to replace your old car with a better like fuel efficient car. So okay. it's getting rid of any car like 2011 and older. That's kind of those like higher emitting vehicles. Okay. Um, and replacing it with like an electric vehicle or just something that's like better mileage for you. Okay. Um, we do programs like that. Um, we do what like... What about a program for family? <laughs> well... Uh... My car is uh, 15 years old. Mine's a 95. Mine's a 99. <laughs> okay, I we're, think we're, we're in the 90s, gang. 
I did have a 95 Honda Civic for a while. I'll say my car is almost as old as I am. Yeah. I'm still driving it. Yeah. No AC. Still gets me from point A to point B, though, so I'm not complaining. Okay. Yeah, and we don't have no payments, so uh, I, yeah, I, I we're good. Okay, I take, okay, ladies, I take it back. Forget that last comment. I'll delete that part. No, I'm playing. So that's... No, so you do... I mean, people sign up on a website or they come yeah, to they you? Yeah, they go to our or? website. It's like a replaceyourride.com website. Okay. You pretty much do your whole application through there. Um, you get a case manager and they kind of help you along the way. And you go and purchase your new car from a dealership. And then we pretty much just send the funds because it's a government assistance program. Okay. So we pretty much just send the funds directly to the dealership. And you oh, pretty okay. much have your new car that way. That's cool. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll think about going on that website. Now that my car's Check it out. Now that my car's not You might have to call, old. like, call, do the call center, like, right. and it'll be Selena answering the right. phone. Hey, we're pretty, we're cousins. What's going on? Yeah. But, but, but I'll wait now that my car's not that old. <laughs> Compared to our, well, we would, I don't even think me or Selena would be able to qualify for the program family? because it's, no, because it's like a low income Yeah, it's a low income thing. Oh, so never it's mind like, then. Never, I yeah. Cannot. Yeah, there's a cutoff there. I so it's like, remember. I always hear her on the phone, like, a lot of people are calling and asking, and then they're like, well, can I get a tesla i'm like dude if you're low income i don't think you should be getting like a tesla you know yeah we get those all the time oh like you know someone calling in oh well i can get the tesla delivered directly to my house i'm like and you're calling for government assistance to get something shipped directly to your house yeah going back to that actually that's a funny story because it's crazy who they help my mother-in-law six kids she was working i think i'm running the mcdonald's that's the one down the street here yeah. The, when oh, they, when they tore belly? it down, yeah. she was heartbroken oh. because all the old stuff inside. She still yeah. has like a neon or something in her garage, or like one of those lamps in her garage that we always tell her to throw away. And she <laughs> says no. She tried to ask for help, and they told her no. Yeah. They didn't know that she 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 had a, she owned a house. And she doesn't qualify yeah. for it. Yeah, it's because like, she owned a house, she didn't qualify for yeah. it. I'm like, oh, what the hell? Are you serious? So yeah. no, she she I give her props. She was like, okay, I'll make sure my kids never ask for help. Yeah. And that's how I was when I was homeless and only collecting unemployment. Mm-hmm. They would tell me, you qualify for, for at least food stamps. Go get food stamps. I'm like, no. And me being a... Like stubborn. Stubborn dude. <laughs> no. Other people need it more than I do. I was still collecting unemployment. Mm-hmm. The last check that I got from unemployment, then I did go and receive some food stamps. But the day that they told me at work, okay, your first day is going to be this day. I That day I called um welfare and i say hey i don't need the food stamps well you still have we we got to go based on your paychecks i don't want it yeah i'm not coming in the office i'm not signing any papers i don't want your assistant anymore i have people there's other people that need it better than i do i start work on monday mm-hmm. i don't need your food stamps four years later hey did you know you still have four cents <laughs> oh are you serious <laughs> i don't need don't it anymore to someone that needs it more than i do the four years later do you know you have four cents in your i'm like <laughs> wow okay cool whatever but let's get on to the topic of why we are here this whole schooling situation right the way i grew up not going to school only going 50 percent of the time like even eighth grade i felt like i passed eighth grade because of a state capital test i took a test and i got a d but that d made my gpa 2.0 that helped me graduate through the line with my friends so that was a big step but obviously the older you get you know you the older you get and you're used to not going to school then you start feeling that way you don't want to go to school and my mom never really encouraged me to go to school i think i said one day i had to kick down the door to grab my backpack that she herself didn't get me. So I am very 
against them not going to school. I really want them to go to school. Right. Because I'm based, again, based on history. But now that I, I know for a fact that I have family that are now, that are teachers, you and mm-hmm. then my brother-in-law is also a PE teacher. Funny coincidence, he's also a PE teacher. He actually coached um, the soccer team that just recently, last year, won the state championship twice or two years in a row from, uh, I think, Sierra Vista. Oh, nice. That's That was him. He's the, he's the coach. Nobody likes him. <laughs> they don't like him. He's, he's, he's very um, he's very aggressive. But no, he does his job. And the kids love him. It's two championships, I would too. Yeah. But now I'm 50-50. Now I'm at, like, okay, maybe you can come in and shed some light and explain to me, the normal people, what it is that, how you feel about the government shutting down the schools or... Just distance learning 100%. Just distance learning and... Obviously, I know it's a lot of safety concerns. And mm-hmm. again, with me, send them to school. They need their education. I don't think they're learning. Nick is a straight-A student. His his PE was a C when they sent them home. So he emails his teacher, what can I do to make my CNA? Well, prove to me that you're going for walks. Mm-hmm. So here you go. Screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. We're yeah. going on walks. Yeah. He raced that to an A. Julian, I noticed that he was a little more lazier and wouldn't want to do his homework. He would say, I have this done. I have that done. But then we would get emails at the end of the week. He didn't finish his math homework. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. So I'm like, again, 50-50. One kid's lazy. The other one wants to make sure he has straight A's. You being a teacher, do you want the kids to go back to school? Or are you concerned for your safety? Give us your... The whole sh- give us how you feel. <laughs> the whole spill. <clears throat> yeah, like I I want to be back at school. Like I I miss my students. I have over four hundred and twenty students. Like those are all my kids. What school is this at? Um, in Huntington Park. I work for um Aspire Public Schools. That way. Yeah. I, I every time somebody mentions a street or a city, since I'm not from right here, I'm like, last yeah. week the guy said on Ontario. I'm like. Okay, it's that way. Yeah. Okay, I know where I'm ter- <laughs> I know where Oxnard's at. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been with the school, oh, for like four years, going into five years since I think 2016 was when I started teaching. I started as off as like a PE instructional assistant. So I wasn't even a PE teacher yet. I was helping out the PE teacher because he had double classes at one time. Because weren't you a male person? Yeah. At one I used point? to work for the post office. Yeah. And I, that, I that, that could be another whole story of how it is. <laughs> hey, you know where I live. You know where yeah. my podcast equipment's at. We can have a story about post i can even bring post- my best friends they're both they're both posts they work in the post office as well it's so. funny because the mailman here since i i live here yeah and my territory where i sell beer is also here oh, i'll bump into him into random streets or have businesses or whatever and he looks at me like what's up mailman yeah. <laughs> like what's up bud? he's like yeah the look on his face is funny it's funny but he knows that obviously i'm selling i'm a vendor yeah it's just funny to him that we bump into each other uh, again. Uh, on each other's routes. Huh? Yeah. Just right. Like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. So again, back to you. Um, yeah. So from post office, then I went over to the school um, and I still worked within Aspire Public Schools. It's just it's like it has a bunch of sister schools within it. So I started at one. And then from there, I ended up going to a different school because they needed a uh, substitute. So I ended up going over the PE teacher there had he was going on maternity leave. So I took over his spot and then I ended up teaching. And then I remember I like had went part time at the other school I was at. So I had just talked to the principal and just said, hey, do you have any other like positions open for me? So I ended up just staying at that one school and I'm still there today. Um, But again, like I want to be back at school, but I think just it 
like all the restrictions they have now like they told me in the beginning of no the beginning of two like two weeks ago was it i don't know but they we had a meeting and they pretty much told me like hey cat unfortunately you're gonna be 100 percent distance learning because we can't have the kids moving from one teacher to another teacher because we're like what if hap- what happens if a student has catches COVID or a teacher gets COVID, they're going to have to quarantine like that whole class. And then the kids aren't going to be able to go back to school. So maybe you have a little bit more information than I do. My understanding was it's very hard for kids to get COVID, but yet now I'm reading all these posts and messages from like the, like, like the news channels and stuff that, Oh, this 14 year old kid mm-hmm. died or this kid died. Yeah. Oh, I just started seeing that as well. I'm just like, first they were saying, you know, kids can't get, yeah, it. kids can't get, it, or they're like, they're not susceptible to like getting it somehow. And then now all of a sudden all these, you know, articles are coming up and like, Oh, so-and-so this child got COVID. And I'm like, okay, well, so now you guys really want to send the kids to school. And now all this stuff is coming up like rising. In the beginning, it should have just been treated as anyone, anyone can get yeah. it. Yeah. Anyone and everyone has the potential of getting it. And See, not that, just like nitpicking, oh, this group of people can get it, this group of people can't. And that's yeah. why I feel that this this virus, you know, in the beginning, there's this, it's a man-made virus mm-hmm. and blah, 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 and bats and all this good stuff. So now that I'm hearing, like, when I heard that at first, it's like, okay, maybe they are targeting certain people. Is it truly man-made or what the hell? Now, okay, now all of a sudden kids can get it? Right. My my boys are very well trained. Trained like little doggies. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're 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 real well. Like, like today we went to get the donuts before we started recording. And boom, they'll remind me, Dad, your mask. Yeah. Yesterday we were fishing. And now I'm not wearing my mask. <laughs> <laughs> they they were. They're, 90% of the time they're wearing their mask. Yeah. And then my sister-in-law's, I'm going to say fiance came over with the kids and the, elena she's i think four or five and she i can hear her whispering into her dad's ear how come theo andy's not wearing, wearing his mask, mask? <laughs> <laughs> okay so i put it on and i was teaching her how to fish it was the first time fishing so it's, it's a trip I, I again i i want them to go to school but now mm-hmm. if, if 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 my boys are the only ones being responsible wearing the mask can a teacher truly can a teacher truly keep all kids in line keeping their masks on yeah that's and i like i teach elementary so i have tk through fifth grade so i have four-year-olds all the way to 10-year-olds you know how hard it is to keep a four-year-old off of like another kid like i they'd be touching each other's butts like (laughs) holding hands like picking their noses and i'm just like you know and I, i was i was telling um I was telling my boyfriend, Eddie, I was like, you know how many hugs I would get in the morning? Like when I would show up like, oh, coach, coach is here. I would probably get like over 50 hugs in the morning. Can you imagine like, you know, the kids trying to come up to me. I'm like, no. Boom. Boom. Like, yeah. What do you call that? Our, that wrestling move? You know what? Hand it, to the face. Why doesn't the school do those like noodle, those pool noodle hats for the kids? Where <laughs> like wear? you can't get close and you can't get, you know, it's like, it's like the six feet. Well, that's what we have to teach them. It's like it's personal like, bubble. Or, yeah, personal or, or, bubble. Or the, all the every uh, every uh, human being can wear one of those uh, like inflatable, inflatable balloons. <laughs> yeah, we're like a hula like hoop. a bumper car type thing. Yeah, because these kids are just they they don't know boundaries. Like I remember, I always talk to like my coworkers. I'm like, do you ever remember coming up and like hugging your teacher? No, no, no. I'm no. like, these kids will like come up. They'll sit at my desk. They'll like hang out. Want to like hold on to me? They want to ask for my phone. I'm like, uh, excuse me. This is this is mine. Like you need to. This is my personal space. Like, well, you need to step away. Do you feel like the way school was, like, when we grew up is just, like, 
where do you feel like it kind of like changed? Because I feel like growing up, it was more like, (laughs) I feel like it was more like, you know, you respect your teacher. This is like an adult, like, you know, you keep your distance from them, you know, like it's this like role model that you're there to learn. Yeah. But then I feel like now, like even the times I've been to like at your school, Mm -hmm. like the kids are just so comfortable, like of it just being like, even it being like a family member like oh well, let like, me go up to you and let me hug you like me too like coming up to me and like hugging me i'm like you don't know me. i don't i don't know you like <laughs> we when we go in so we weren't never huggers we weren't huggers and now i feel like obviously i didn't hug you guys when you guys got here my kids did i was like i don't know how you guys feel yeah, about this right. <laughs> so i'm like i'm not trying to be rude ladies yeah but we, we come into this environment over here my wife's family and they're all huggers mm-hmm. so the kids are huggers we go hang out with family and or friends in Oxnard because they consider them family as well. And my buddy Chris, so the boys run up to Chris and they hug him. And he's like, you know, with his arms up, like, oh, they're huggers. Like, oh, uncomfortable. <laughs> uh. yeah, oh, they're huggers. <laughs> and it, it, I blame his wife because his wife, he, he doesn't have anything against kids. He just won't have his own. So his wife one day told him, go hug Uncle Chris. Uncle. So that all three kids are running towards him. Uncle Chris, Uncle Chris. And he's like, they, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So he's like, oh, they're huggers. <laughs> That's crazy. No, back in back in my day, I don't recall ever trying to hug a teacher. Yeah, I, I think, think it was weird. Like, I think in eighth grade, there was this one teacher, Mrs. Pine, that she would, you know, one student go hug her. And I think I did it one time when to go hug her but even i felt uncomfortable mm-hmm. like, yeah never, or just like a side hug i don't need yeah. that straight a after all i'm good I'll yeah. i don't No, i just growing up and hugging teachers was just hugging anybody in general i never grew up like that yeah what's up with um well they have like all these new, like new protocols so i just like i just got an email it was like yesterday no friday at like two in the morning and it's our safe schools training so we have to do trainings every like beginning of the year so I have, normally we have about, I don't know, like 14 to do. And it's like cyberbullying, like bullying, like sexual harassment in the workplace, like all that stuff just to go over. And now I, I got to have like over 20 that I need to do. And then there's like maybe about five or six of just COVID, like just COVID testing. So for all, all these other old ones, like yeah. sexual harassment. And yeah, all, it's like, okay, COVID. those those are like the basic yeah, ones, whatever. you know, that we always do, you know, it's like, oh, I remember all these answers already, you know, yeah. I, I know what's up. But then now it's like, oh. Here's six more new tests that you have to do, like new trainings you have to go over. And it's all about COVID. Like I watched one yesterday because I was like, okay, I want to sit down and like actually like watch them and listen. And um, one was like how to make your own mask. mask. Yeah, I was uh. like, what? And it's like how to make a no-sew mask and how to make a sewn mask. So I was like, oh, okay, like I have to sit here and watch this There's training. Masks. Yeah, like, I but guess. Like, I don't... Are you going to make masks for your kids? Or... I don't know. Show them how to make one for themselves. Hey, if you guys want to design on your mask, my wife has a cricket. Oh, nice. Cat has a cricket. Yeah, I have a cricket too. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah, but I was just like, man. So, and then another one is like, oh, how to like clean your workspace properly, and then another one is um like the mental health of like COVID and stuff like that. So, so I was like, "Hmm." I mean, I guess it can be a little stressful. Yeah, I mean this. This COVID, teach, I mean, we didn't live through the old ones, but right. even now we're living through it. It's, it is kind of stressful. Yeah. Coming home and like, you can't go nowhere. You can't touch anything. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm like trying to think of like how, like, because I think a lot of people think when they go back to school, it's not going to be that different. But the protocols that they already have set up, I'm just like, what? Like, what? Because I was thinking about it too. When they, they want to keep the, the the distance, the the six. If they go if they go back to school, right? They want to keep the six feet. What are they going to do instead of a 
20 class just 15 mm-hmm. or, or 10 just to make sure that every desk is six feet apart yeah i think ours was about i showed selena a video of one of my coworkers. she said uh put a video on her instagram of like her classroom every, like it's empty classroom is completely empty lines on the floor and like desks separated six feet apart there's maybe like i don't know 10 11 maybe like 12 de- desks max in there there's no books nothing like everything is empty her, I was like it looks so like you said it looks like inspiring like for the kids like to yeah. not see bookshelves with like books to not be able to like you know the colorful bins and like stuff yeah. like that the colorful in, like, carpet on the floor everything everything's gone it's just like a like white a, room like a kindergarten class like yeah you know for the kids that i don't know gets them a little more excited to be at school and stuff like that it just looks like all of that was just like ripped away from them yeah like i don't know i guess it's different if it was like with older kids right but since i'm in elementary i feel like it's just it's so much harder for them what gave me the idea to bring you on was I was speaking with the coworker a few few weeks ago, and that's why I sent you the message on Instagram. Wait, you're a teacher? Yeah. Ding ding ding, light bulb. Because he was talking to me about you know he asked me the same question that I asked you. How do you feel about the kids going to school? And I mm-hmm. gave him I want them 100 percent of the time in school and blah 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 blah. He gave me a situation a scenario where his kid back in the day playing Fortnite, if his buddies ditched him or he. They ignored him or whatever. He'd be like, ah, whatever, and he'd turn off his game. This last time, the kid actually got sentimental and started crying. Like, they don't want to play with me. Mm-hmm. So he feels that this them not going to school is changing them. And I feel the same way with, with Julian because he's been a little bit more and more disrespectful mm-hmm. like to my wife and myself. Right? He thinks he's just joking around. Like To him, he thinks he's joking, but it's not. And then we have to kind of check him. He's like, dude, you're being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that that has gotten worse ever since they're they can't get Not their frust- in school. Yeah, they can't get their frustrations out in PE or, mm-hmm. or during recess. Yeah, so they come home and they're holding it in. And like I said, he's being a little like he feels like he can talk to us like we're one of his friends. Yeah, and he's only eleven. Like, is this like affecting up. a lot of the kids because they're not having that social interaction with their <laughs> exactly. friends? Especially, I guess, kids that are like. Uh, was it like they don't have siblings they're by themselves at yeah. home yeah and it's kind of like parents going back to work too kind of like they don't have that social interaction we with would, the other kids we would never allow them to play Fortnite from 10 in the morning till 7 in the afternoon mm-hmm. it was monday always, through friday monday through friday they only get that one <laughs> one hour yeah i come home for lunch because I, I was i live here i live on my route i come home for lunch and they're playing Fortnite, or i'll mm-hmm. get a notification dad i got you to level 60 i'm like they, they're texting me dad i got you to here it's like, so I was like, just on level 10. What dude, do you mean yeah, level 60? <laughs> They're playing already. and I'm Because my my wife grew up anti-games. You know, it's a waste of time. But then I showed her that either I turned to alcohol and drugs mm-hmm. to get my fish. Before, I used to go to the beach. I used to go to the pier and fish for hours. We don't have that nearby. I don't yeah. have that walking distance anymore. I'm like, babe, please. just I just need to kill something on the game. Like, I need to... <laughs> You know, hear a little five-year-old on the other on the headset going, "Oh man, he killed me!" Something like that. I, <laughs> I need that, please. And she saw that it was very relaxing for me. It relaxes mm-hmm. me, like playing video games. I can, like, and she sees now, I can play for ten minutes and be bored, or I can play for an hour or two, and they depends on who's online. She hated video games, and now, dude, the kids are already playing. I'm getting notifications, and like so and so's inviting you to play. She's letting them play already. But if that's his frustration, if he could take out his frustration on the game or and where he's not so disrespectful, but obviously first they have to earn it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently last, like, 
I think like Thursday, they I got home and the house smelled like bleach. Like, damn, babe, you're already on the bleach. And she goes, no, 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 <laughs> it was the boys. They got up early. They got Cleaned up super, everything. Yeah, they got up early. They got up at six. They started cleaning. They washed some dishes. They they even read their hour because we still make them read an hour. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So they, and lately I've been making them read the Bible. <laughs> no AR points, so let them read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and they they cleaned everything and they were. She's like she has nothing on them. All right, mm-hmm. cool. I don't know if you guys heard a couple episodes ago. They wanted to cut the grass. All right, cool. Go cut the grass. Yeah, go for it. I'm not gonna say no to that. I'm not gonna say no to that. If I can stay inside and I get to go play. Yeah. You know, yesterday we're they're playing, and it was like seven o'clock, and then because the wife and I started watching The Professional. I've never mm-hmm. watched that movie before. Really good movie. Natalie Portman's like twelve years old. Oh wow, very good movie. You know, I don't like the ending. We're watching it and like twenty minutes in dinner time. Okay. Pause the movie. The boys, instead of going back to the room, they're watching the movie with us. Once the movie was over, all right, guys, it's 7 o'clock. It's, it's my turn to play. They didn't even argue. Okay, Dad, go for it. You play Fortnite? No, play Call of Duty. Okay, go play Call of Duty. Yeah. They got stuck on the movie. It's a good movie. I don't like, again, I don't like the ending, but it's a good movie. Again, they get distracted with stuff here, but I'd rather, if I had to choose between Fortnite or an hour of them at school, I'd pick that hour. Going to the school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's the hard thing is because, like, a lot of kids, like, they don't have parents that are on them. And, like, we had so many kids that just didn't log on to their computer from the time we were out in March to, like, what, end of middle of June? Yeah. They're, like, the kids just didn't log on. Or they would log on for maybe an hour, and then that was it, like, for, like, two or three weeks. We got – we did that. We had – well, we got a – my wife emailed one of the teachers and said, hey, how come Nick's not getting any homework? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, Nicholas? Ah, we don't worry about him. Yeah. I was like – Oh, okay. Why don't they worry about? Because he has Fridays. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Julian, we get notifications every <laughs> Friday or on Saturday morning. Missing this. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're having we can be playing volleyball in the front yard, and then the phone rings, and we look at the notification, and we went from having a good time to all eyes on Julian. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're missing this and this dude, and this. <laughs> go inside, log in, and we continue playing volleyball. But yeah. he's in, no. We had to kind of get on him. Like I said, he's a little more lazier, so we had to get on him. Yeah. Basically, watch him do it because. He would do the work, but there's a certain step he would miss mm-hmm. so that work wouldn't go through. Like a submit. Sometimes it's yeah. like the kids Sometimes just don't hit submit, submit and exactly. they're just like, well, I did it, but I just didn't hit submit. So that's the thing. We did have a lot of issues with that as well. But I mean, for us, like the teachers were just like, just try to do as much as you can. It's okay if you don't like complete it all. I just want to see that you're trying and like, you know, yeah. focus on doing your math, your reading and like your writing. And like those just be like your core subjects to do. The teachers wasn't concerned with Julian reading mm-hmm. because obviously the AR points, every book he finished, he did his AR test and he had passed it. So she knew he'd be reading. Mm-hmm. One day he tried to help one of his little buddies at school cheat. <laughs> yeah, he got the AR points. So we got the the call. Hey, you know, Julian was doing this. He's not in trouble, but he's trying to help his friend. So his <laughs> friend go out on recess and he gave him the answers to the book they were reading. Julian, well, I wanted him to play. <laughs> so again, teacher wasn't concerned about reading. He, she knew he read. Yeah. Again, Nick is Nicholas. No issues with Nicholas. They knew he he has straight A's. Like like I just feel again that they've been out of school for too long, and I mean we'll see. I think classes start again mid August. Yeah, we start our students start August seventeenth. I, I pretty think- much go back August third, and like well. I'm pretty much gonna be at home and like Zoom meetings all day. How's that going? You were talking a little earlier about your YouTube videos. Oh yeah, I mean that I'm gonna have to get back on it. Like I've just been 
coming up with ideas on like what else I can do for the kids and like teach them because I've been doing a lot of like workout videos for them and then I did some like um like throwing and catching for the kids is that you watching just watching like them watching you do like Shanti like insanity yeah pretty much yeah yeah I even had Selena do like two or three videos that's with what me. the screen is for the screen behind you guys that it was for Shanti insanity well now you know you put cats boom YouTube yeah videos put on. all my workout videos there in there because those videos are like what three three sets of it's maybe like a 10 minute video I yeah. was like drenched that's it yeah Shanti was, like, was 25 I'll do your videos <laughs> I was like drenched within that the 10 minutes. I was just like, oh my gosh, like yeah. this actually gives you like a nice little workout. Yeah. So I had to just come up with a bunch of ideas to like get the kids going. Like I was doing a lot of like health lessons, okay. health focused lessons for the kids on a, like this program called Nearpod, which is really cool. It's like a interactive PowerPoint. So the okay. kids can like do like little tests and quizzes on there and then the PowerPoint. And then I'm like reading the slides to them because, you know, a kindergarten can't sit there and read my slides. So I just record my voice and then they just hit play and then it reads everything for them but i mean I, now i just have to get on the ball of okay what am i gonna do like for each month i'm gonna have to come up with like different lessons and i have to differentiate between the grades like i have tk and kindergarten with certain standard or tk has their own set of standards pe standards right. and then kindergarten through first grade has a set of standards and then second through fourth grade or third grade or first, I don't know, something like that. And then third through fifth grade, that's another set of standards. So I have to have like two to three different like lessons for the kids because they each have to have like different manipulations and all this stuff. So Do you it's, feel that distance learning made your job a little bit harder? Oh, big time. I would prefer to be at the school, like teaching the kids hands-on. Like, I mean, kindergarten, I would teach them right away locomotor skills. As soon as we start school, let me see you skip. Let me see you hop. Let me see you, you know, leap. And some of the kids, yeah. they don't have these skills. So I'm like, I'm the one there to teach them. I'm like, how am I going to do that over a video? You know, I, I can't physically be there. I can try to do you can't a live lesson. Yeah. Just like doing it. I can try to do like a live lesson. But again, it's going to be kind of like optional. If you want to get online, I'll be here. But you don't have to get online. Right. So I don't know. And did I ask you what got you into teaching earlier? <sighs> No, it, it just, it kind of fell into my lap. Like, again, I was at the post office You're, for like two years and right. I was sick and tired of it. Like, I hated going to work. And I just remember like looking online for uh, jobs and I found a PE instructional assistant. And since I studied kinesiology, I'm like, hey, this fits That's into it. That's what my brother-in-law studied. Yeah, yeah, kinesiology. So I was like, this fits into it perfectly. I studied more of like the health aspect of it. So I wanted to go into like physical therapy or chiropractor, but it was just, I felt yeah. like it was a lot of schooling. So, yeah, this fell into my lap. And well, again, that's, that's why I say that it was a good move, us moving to La Puente, because I feel that there's a lot of good role models out here. Mm -hmm. And and in, in this case, I have role mod good role models for the children from both ends of the family. You're a teacher. I mean, my wife has teachers, doctors, police officers, everything in the family. Yeah. So, I mean, we went to Big Bear for the first time with them, and Layla clipped a tree. And, oh, hold on, hold on. So-and-so, he's an EMT. Damn. All right. <laughs> Bring them. They got, there's doctors. There's everything. I mean, when I met my wife working at Walmart and I learned her, you know, backstories and who she used to work for. And I'm like, dude, leave Walmart for us knuckleheads. Like, <laughs> let us do this. You have. And, and no, and really, right before this COVID-19 happened, she was applying for jobs and resumes and all this good stuff. And they kept on telling her. She's overqualified. Mm -hmm. That she hasn't been working seven years. I mean, she, she's still <laughs> overqualified. <laughs> Because she has all her, you know, diplomas and she, she went for to work with kids. So she mm -hmm. wants to do like a daycare uh -huh. or, I mean, her biggest dream was to own an orphanage. I'm like, babe, that's not going to happen. 
but <laughs> good for her to dream big yeah and every daycare that she applies for is like she's overqualified or like preschools and like, it's like how would you not want someone that's overqualified exactly. though to come in and like teach exactly. you know and like i told her she was like well i'll just go work at this you know this receptionist i'm like no so i'm kind of the one holding her back now yeah. no that's not what you went to school for mm-hmm. no no because i know her mom wasn't very happy with her working at walmart especially because she met me <laughs> <laughs> i love you sweater <laughs> anyways yeah stick to what you know good for you you know keep teaching keep doing your videos and speaking of videos what's up with those chola videos you guys used to make as a <laughs> oh, kid oh no yes yes <laughs> i just we have you know what we you like know what that's three? it's funny that it's funny that <laughs> your your friend your co-worker said i was hood <laughs> you, guys are made, chola videos. <laughs> you guys are making chola videos what made you guys do those those are funny. That was just boredom in the summer. Yeah, yeah. it's it just being bored. Like I had nothing else to do. I was going to Cal Poly, and then I was just commuting back home because it was so close. And yeah. I was you know just what? like, I feel like since we were little, though, we kind of always had fun just busting out the video camera. Same here. Yeah, even Same like here. the the one with like the VHS tapes. Yeah. Like we have a Star Wars video where I was <laughs> yeah. maybe like eight. I think Kat was like 12 in the video. Yeah. Yeah. There's like an old school VHS Star Wars, Star Wars video. <laughs> we did Power Rangers. Yeah. Power Rangers video. We would just make random videos. Like I, and then I started getting my own camera and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay, we're going to make this video. And we're going to do this. And like the cops just like, I don't even know that how was, we came up with the cops. That that video was funny. The, the... And everything is just like, like we just wing it. Like there's yeah. no script behind it. Yeah, we'll maybe we're just... talk about, okay, this is where we're going to go with it. But just whatever happens, whatever it's, like it's whatever funny. happens happens. Yeah. Then. Again, I, when I was a kid, I would always pull out the old VHS camera and record. And I think one day I got those. I don't know if you guys remember those cameras that would open the screen would open to the side. Mm-hmm. It's like the first yeah. like with the little small tape. Yeah. Yeah. I would strap that to the my the end of my bike, and I'd be chasing this guy. Like if I'm chasing like, I'm the <laughs> cop, and he's he's being a good sport about it. Dude, just go, man. We're gonna run on our bikes for like an hour. Let's just do it. See where we get. Yeah. And now I'm doing this. You know. It's funny. It's a trip. Imagine podcast with the Ina sisters. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hard to keep like the chola accent. Like I can't. I still can't even get it down. It I thought that so was hard. funny. I, I thought that funny. It's funny. I, I, the other day you shared your video again, uh, which is recently. I don't. I probably did. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember, but I probably did. But yeah. I know that YouTube video has like over seventy thousand views. It's funny on YouTube. I'm just like, and people and sometimes will still comment on it, like, well, "Oh, this I was funny." I'm like, what? "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "This was over like ten years ago that we filmed this." It was. It was pretty funny. How old were you guys? Obviously, teenagers. I, I was. I was already at in college, so I was probably like, I don't know, nineteen, twenty, somewhere around there. I was yeah. probably like, that was probably like twenty because it was yeah. like ten years yeah. ago. I was probably. Oh, well, I was still in high school. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, that video was pretty funny. We've talked about like doing an Ina Sisters comeback, like a but- revamp. We I'm doing a tube. Yeah. The other day when she commented something about the fireworks, I literally saw that oh, yeah. firework that you were talking mm-hmm. about. I physically was driving out onto Valley. Firework went off. Yeah. And minutes later, you're like, damn, firework. Yeah, I physically saw 4.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. I was like, are you serious? And we that's what both I told you. Yeah. I told her, bring your Eno sisters out again. Yeah. <laughs> go take them out. Dude, I was, I was, I'm like, I'm about to get in the car and go drive around and see who's blowing up these fireworks. Because it's like, it's 4.30 in the morning. Why are you lighting up fireworks? We both heard it. And then Kat gets a text. I'm like damn fireworks like woke me up yeah i was probably up till about like six when they stopped yeah, like too. finally stopped so back to you selena i heard the air quality was bad the worst it's ever been she was just talking about that huh yesterday yeah it's it yeah it it got so bad 
Because we just went up to Mount Wilson, too, me and my boyfriend, yeah. to go up just for the scenery and stuff like that. It was horrible. Like, the air is horrible up there. And usually when we go up there, too, you can see, like, all of downtown LA is super clear. You can see out yeah. the, to the beach. like, And it was just... Like, you couldn't see any... You couldn't even see the buildings in downtown LA. Yeah, the, the radio show that I listen to you guys, look at the mug. See the mug? Yeah. The <laughs> uh, the, I get my news from them. And they're the ones... They were saying that the air quality this 4th of July was the worst mm-hmm. ever. It, it was bad. People well, were getting, like, buy one, get, like, 50 free or something. Like, fire- buying fireworks. Well, cause... it was with the checks. I, I want to say oh, it's yeah. with everybody's, the like... stimulus checks? Yeah, stimulus checks. They're out there buying their fireworks. I just bought an AC unit. And I have the rest in my <laughs> yeah, I'm credit just cards. Like, man, like what? What are these people doing? I made, I made the mistake of volunteering to work that Saturday and Sunday, and we got home like at ten o'clock. Fireworks were going off to like one in the morning. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I woke up at three to go to work, get to the first account to help merchandisers because with COVID nineteen, a couple of the guys were got COVID nineteen, so they were behind. They needed help. Out an extra thirty dollars an hour. Let's go. Yeah. I get, and I'm telling the guy, dude, I'm, I feel I'm bad. Let's just, I'm just, uh, I want to do this. Let's, let's just get it done. I get to my next account, and it was so empty that the, the beer was all gone that I instantly woke up. All right, I'm good to go. I don't even need coffee. Let's go. Let's go. And I did like four hours every day. Nice little, nice little paycheck. That's good. Well, ladies, thank you for coming along to the podcast sorry that my wife did mop the floor for you guys <laughs> thank you for being here you guys are more than welcome to come back with your ina stories or any other story maybe some postal post office yeah. story literally going postal yeah <laughs> yeah you guys are welcome to come again you guys live nearby you guys are my closest guests and like i end every podcast thank you for writing with me thank you for having us yep thanks andy no problem Thank you for listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Tire Indie Podcast. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean.